which we won't name, that does all the drafts. I do. I'm fond of that and, and the, the drafting. The NBA draft was tonight. Yes. So the draft lottery, though. The draft lottery. So let's draft something. All right. Uh, redraft contenders in Multiplex Madness? No, something easier. <laughs> okay. I. Oh, boy. I wasn't prepared for this. I know. <laughs> so it makes it fun. It does. Uh, so then... You know how these work better than me. Yeah. Um, let's see. This is, I, I, this is like my top five, but I got to do it off the dome again. It's like the origins of the top five. Mm-hmm. I'd rank like things in this room. Yeah, we're not we're not going to draft things in this room. Though. OK, I could draft the movies over there, but not like objects. Yeah. What what's I mean, what are we? Uh, I don't know. What do they do on the show? I uh, so on the show it's usually relegated to a single year. Okay. I spread out amongst different topics. Well, it's uh, genres so and such. Today was the draft lottery, as you said. Yeah. So let's just do that. Uh, like the NBA teams that participated in the draft lottery? No, just we'll, we'll draft. But um, who knows if we will, but we'll just we'll, we'll draft for our, our selections. We're going to pick a number as if a ping pong ball was coming up. Okay. Okay, so I have a, I have a thing here, a number generator between one and two. And I'm going to hit go, uh-huh. and that'll be my ping pong ball, and you'll get the other number. All right. And that'll be our draft lottery. Sounds good. This is uh, riveting Ooh, so far. I got number one. Nice. That's I'm going to pick a good number. in the draft. All right. And you'll pick. Okay. Uh, and so Was what? Was good? Is it a good thing that happened just now? That started the episode. Was it good? I... I'd say it perhaps could use some polish, mm. uh, but all of the best stones could. You know where to get polish? Uh, Amazon.com. Well, I, you know, I, if we can buy it locally, we probably should. We could draft stars of book club the next chapter. Okay. Okay. Well, I got the first pick, so I guess I'll go first. And I'm going with Keaton. Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. All right. You All can't right. look up who the cast is. Okay. <laughs> I, There's four ladies. Yeah. Did you already see their names? No, I didn't. Okay. I, four ladies. <laughs> Go okay. Ahead. So. Diane Keaton's off the board. This isn't necessarily a number one pick. Well, it's not. It's number two. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not who you want with your first pick. And I think is definitely overvaluing her compared to the one I should be taking. I am going with Steenbergen, who I think can just do any role. uh, And I'm just incredibly fond of her whenever she shows up in things. Then I will take the lead actress, Jane Fonda, in my next pick. Yeah. And now you have the fourth 
one can't wait to hear her name. Yeah, uh, our listeners can't wait to hear her name. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's really unfortunate that she was just automatically drafted onto my team, so I don't. It's like it's really even no point in me reading her name. She's Hang on. Actress. Yeah. Had her own TV show. Um, married to that music producer Terry. Okay. Yeah. It was fucking one of the Manson girls. I'm going to step in real briefly. Is it Candace Bergen? Right. Yes. Bird. Yeah. Uh, and just like, congratulations. Welcome to the team, Candace. What, what more can She's I say? She's happy to be here. I, while we're on the subject of ranking things, I think let's get, to, let's get into a top five here. Okay. Uh, we are going to be concluding Multiplex Madness. Uh, and I do want to just remind the listeners at home that that is pronounced with an IP. Mm-hmm. I, and so I have decided to look through the pools of contenders and choose my top five. My five favorite franchises. Of these yeah, not necessarily the five, what, like my view of the five greatest, but the five I like most. That's true. It's just just of these contenders, and Three I will. I no, I don't. I and I think that's just. I think I think the term franchise implies uh, a degree of box office uh, aspirations. I will also say that both of our contenders here, the final two. For the working title, we're in contention for the number five pick, and so I decided to exclude them as to not uh, bias myself smart towards an answer. So number five, and this is a real uh, murderer's row of franchises here. Mm-hmm. Number five is Batman, the only superhero franchise appearing on this list. Considered. Spider-Man, considered Captain America, but I think Batman's the most versatile. I probably has the most movies that I have the most fun watching. Number four, which no longer uh, is represented by Seal in any way, though does have some musical artists in its history, is Halloween. <laughs> I, <laughs> God damn it. I, we did a whole series about this franchise. There's not uh, much more that needs to be said. Just the definitive horror franchise. Uh, tremendous fan. Number three, the Oceans franchise. Okay. I thought you might have gone with the song at the end of one. What's the song? Boots are made for walking? Uh, no, no, no. Like the, the, the piece of music that's playing when they're at the fountain. Oh, yeah. What is, uh, how does that go? I don't recall. I was hoping you wouldn't. You're the music guy here. I'm just the one trying to uh, reveal my list. This franchise is interesting because it has one movie that I think is fine. Don't really care for. Probably won't end up revisiting in my life. Ocean's 8 you're referring to? Yeah, Ocean's 8. The first movie is just truly one of my favorite movies to watch. Uh, Could watch it at any time for any reason. Second movie... Secretly great. I know it's had a uh, a bit of a, a bit of a resurgence in sort of the film Twitter sphere. Yeah. 
in recent years, but I think most people don't realize that, in fact, it is tremendous. And the third movie is a lot of fun. Number two. Damn, I didn't get it. Okay, go ahead. I Well, you'll get this one, the Mission Impossible franchise. I, again, has one movie that I don't really care for, but... Has you'll come around to that one day. No, it's bad. Is the problem is with that when all the rest of the movies are really good, uh, and there's so many of them, and it's just it's endlessly entertaining, and the way that it's growing is incredible. I uh, number on, one. On. All right, build the tension. That's good. <laughs> Uh, number one is Lord of the Rings. Okay, hold on. I gotta get this in my head now because yeah. I've. Uh, um, can can you do the song that Pippin no, sings? No, of course to Death I Thor? can't. <laughs> You're lucky. You don't have to do it as well as Pippin. <laughs> no, did. nobody can. In that case, <laughs> I am a little boy. There you go. Hang I'm on, I'm gonna make chicken before sounds. A war. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sad. Dribble, 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 dribble. <laughs> Just pop a grape. Keep singing, boy. Uh, oh, the, um, do uh, how does the score go? Why can't I get it? Do 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 do. Yeah, I got do, it. Do, do, do. Do, 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 I Lord of the Rings. Yeah, a little unfair because it's a very uh, self-contained thing, as we did isolate the uh, the stupid Hobbit movies from it. Uh, but just just incredible. Among my three of my favorite movies ever, uh, they work work together incredibly well. They work separately incredibly well. Uh, I just can't get over them. Love them. Love the Lord of the Rings. Off the top of your head, any franchises you want to shout out? Nah. What was your number six? I, my number six, I think it probably would have been another one of the, uh, another one of the superhero franchises, mm-hmm. again, excluding uh, Star Wars and Bond. I'm probably taking, probably going to take Spider-Man just because there's more of them, but Captain America was uh, was real close Doing there. the Marvel. Okay. So you can do the top ten. I, all right. Our top five. Uh, where the Marvel song still applies. This weekend we had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Book Club The Next Chapter, Evil Dead Rise, and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, of course, was the number one movie this weekend with $62 million. It's a 47.6% drop, and it is up to 214.7. What's that drop again? 47.6. Couldn't hear you because it was so quiet. Listen, that's a great drop. It's quite, it's quite Can small. Can we agree? Oh, yeah. For a superhero movie, superhero fatigue spreading across the nation, that is the third. It's the smallest drop for a sequel okay. to a Marvel film. I believe it's the, of the MCU, I believe it's the third lowest after Iron Man, which opened to... That open to over a hundred. The first one, ninety, um, and Black Panther, which was just a whole other beast, right? Um, other than that, Spider-Man Two was fifty-one, so far from home. 
Thor 3, 54, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, 48. I mean, it dropped lower than that, and that had more money to drop. I just it, This is a great number. It's currently sitting at 200 and basically 220 domestically, which is more than Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Um, it's also already beaten that film worldwide. I do want to point out that that movie has been out for 13 weeks. Yes, thank you. Uh, this one's been out for 12. No, sorry, sorry, two. Uh, That's yes. a two. There's no one there. Already half a bill worldwide. It's yeah. more than uh, Ant-Man. It's going to catch up to Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which had 854 worldwide. Um, we're going to get to 800. We'll probably now get to 300 million domestic. So this is a big face-saving drop. And, you know, the opening weekend was lower and franchise fatigue, whatever. The talk's going to be there, and there might have been a case for it. This shows word of mouth. This oh, yeah. shows that people who decided... You know, oh, another Guardians, or I don't know, I didn't like Ant-Man, got word from their friends like, oh, it's good? Oh, cool. I'll go. Um, which, to me, kind of negates the whole franchise fatigue. See, I think there's a whole big middle ground that you're skipping over there. I think that the franchise fatigue, the superhero fatigue, can still definitely exist, but... It doesn't have to be in a way where nobody wants to see any superhero movies ever anymore. But just that people are people are picking and choosing now. Yeah. You know, actually, I, I saw it. I saw it put this way. I, I didn't uh, didn't note who said this on Twitter, but that like superhero movies are still on the table, but they no longer have that safe floor anymore where they can just kind of do whatever. We, li- we lived in a time not too long ago when Quantumania could come out and still be like a fine hit because it's a Marvel thing and we're building up to Thanos and there's this whole angular momentum. Uh, and I, th- I think it's safe to say that that is gone. Now, they- now we're building up to Kang. Played by... A, a man, probably. <laughs> not definitely, but probably. I... But even that, like, this movie couldn't have had less to do with Kang. Guardians, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's all the better. Which is good. Uh, I'm glad that happened. We're all... Star-Lord doesn't go, we have to save Rocket's life, and then walks by yeah. with someone going, you know, yeah. Which is interesting, because the original Guardians franchise had so much to do with Thanos. He was in it. I... Yeah, his children were in it. It was it was a big deal. I So yeah, like superhero fatigue is not real in the sense that everyone's done with all of them. That's definitely true. But also definitely true that like you got to actually make a good movie that people like now. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah, they did. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really really stuck with me. A lot even the Marvel movies that I've liked in recent couple years have had a tendency to kind of settle. Mhm. Be like, oh, actually, like there were lots of parts of that that really kind of bummed me out. Uh, Garden Guardians doesn't have that. It's yeah. uh, it's still it's still nice and shiny and fun. Yeah, it's like right under the first one for me. Yeah, uh, uh, but I like it a lot. I'm excited. I'm, I can't talk. Let's turn it off. No, we have to talk about how excited we are. 
All right. Well, I uh, the second movie I'll here. <laughs> okay. I want to say that's good. I'll I'll work on my computer voice. Second movie on our list, the Super Mario Brothers movie, to be exact, made $12.6 million this weekend. It was a 32% drop that is up to 535.5. It's a lot of money. It's also $1.2 billion worldwide. Uh, I know there's been uh, there's been talk the past few weeks about whether this movie is going to be contending for that Incredibles 2 spot. I don't think it is. 608, what is it ever right now? It's 535. What did it make this weekend? Twelve point six no, million. It's Only not a thirty-two percent drop, though. Yeah, but we got Little Mermaid coming out in two weeks. That's true. Uh, so Little no. Mermaid, big drop for Mario. Uh, that's funny. Yes, um, thank you. Six oh eight does seem out of reach, but yeah, it'd be seventy more million dollars. It's at number fifteen right now in the charts. It just passed this weekend. It passed Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and The Dark Knight. Um, that's domestically. Worldwide with its 1.2 billion, it is number, where is it? Hey, oh, 24. Um, nothing, it didn't pass anything this weekend, I don't think, but it's a weekend. It'll pass Iron Man 3 next weekend, and then it's got a few more weeks to get past the Fate of the Furious. It could cross, let's see, it only needs $34 million dollars. To get past uh, Incredibles 2 worldwide. Okay. So that'll probably happen. Sure. Um, so worldwide, it'll probably be the biggest animated movie. I think that is if The Incredibles is, and I've already clicked it away, so I'm not sure. going to go back. Um, but it's a phenomenon. I hope to see it uh, this weekend, finally. Yeah. Tremendous success. Number three, Book Club The Next Chapter opened with $6.6 million. Of course, the sequel to Book Club, which was the first chapter. Do you remember what book they were reading in the first one? Uh, wasn't it Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. I I wonder if there's a book in this one. <laughs> Four lifelong friends have their lives forever changed after reading Fifty Shades of Grey. It was a very important book. I can be horny still. <laughs> um, that came out five years ago. And that one was a monster hit. It opened to 13 million, legged it to 68 and 104 worldwide. That um, is uh, huge. It's a different time at the box office, unfortunately. And I thought this movie would do a little bit. I wasn't considering this a disappointment. I thought we would do better than this. But I'm sure folks disagree. We talking like 8 to 10 you were looking for? I, I thought this could have gotten to 10. Okay. All right. Just repeating. Listen, we both watch those trailers both. Sure. Some of these jokes are fun. More than I can say about the first one. I haven't seen it, but I never had those reactions to those trailers. Yeah, more than we could say about, say, 80 for Brady. <laughs> I'm a security guard for Jimmy Fallon. You don't seem like Jordan. I got nothing better to do. So why don't you prove it? Dance for me. It's really amazing how, like, fundamentally it just seems like this seems like one of those things where you know how Die Hard 2 is famously just like a completely unrelated movie. And they were like, what if this was Die Hard, though? I, yeah, I just a, a to totally unrelated script. And they're like, this is great, but it should be about John McClane and make it a Die Hard sequel. 
And I feel like that's what happened here is that someone just took the 80 for Brady script and was like, there's something here, but what if someone else made this into a book club sequel? And then they, I assume, did it better. I haven't seen either movie, so perhaps I'm underrating 80 for Brady and overrating book club the next chapter. You know, I don't think that's true. Uh, the horror film? No. Uh, the other one. Yeah, I remember the title, and I remember thinking, yeah, that's... You did... I don't know. In Asian country. Uh, to find the birth parents of one of the Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very funny and raunchy. Like the uh, the scene from uh, 80 for Brady in it, where they, they right. lost their passports. They're and trying. They, they're trying to be BTS. Yeah, K-pop stars. And the guy's like, you don't look like so they say, Maybe. Yeah, that's a little more believable. That's some dude in an airplane or airport hangar, not someone in charge of security at the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, joke joke premises can work, and then joke premises. <laughs> It's a good point. Number four on the list, Evil Dead Rise, that made $3.7 million. For Mother's Day. Uh, Exactly. Only a 36.7% drop. The Mothers came out. Uh, It it has made $60 million so far. I would love to... The story of... um, Someone... Not a mom who likes horror movies. Sure. My mom. Well, like, I was going to say, if you took your mother to Evil Dead Rise. she would have left immediately. Well, no. She would have left after about two minutes. Okay. Do you think she could make it through the whole intro? No. Okay. That's why two minutes would happen. It'd be the guy, there'd be the drone shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl on the pier. Her going, that could have hurt somebody. Her going inside, reading the book. Yeah. Her friend on the bed, reciting the book to her. Pretty and that's cool. that's when my mom would go. Wait, what? What is this? I uh, know, Brian. I don't like this. In this scenario, you have not prepped your mom for Evil Dead Rise. No, I said we're gonna go see a nice movie. Okay, go, go on. Um, and then, uh, I guess it starts creepy. It starts with like the in the woods. It turns out it's a drone. Yeah, but maybe she get past that and go. Oh, it's a drone. You know, it's just a joke. Um, and then when that girl puts the book down and then the girl's not on the bed anymore, mom would be like, okay, I'm going to leave. I don't like this. What is this? What are you doing? And then probably right after the scalp scene okay. where she rips her scalp off, my mom would go, I can't believe you brought me here. I'm leaving. And she would probably get up. Okay. Yeah. Is, now, is that when the scalp is ripped off or when it's dropped onto the pier? No, no, no. The- no, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the next shot. I wonder if it's a thing where she's kind of like just shocked into stasis no. by it being ripped off. Because when, when the girl looks at the girl, her eyes are funky. Yeah. And she grabs her hair and then right. my mom would go, oh, no, I'm leaving. I and see. then it would be ripped off. And then, okay, really and then she's out. It. Yeah, that would steal the deal. It's <laughs> like a like Roadrunner. She just gives you a meep meep and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ham shaped hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, hey, listen, it's making a fuckload of money. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. And, like, we I mean, we've talked about this plenty of times. It was almost really good. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. I I get more and more disappointed with it the more money it makes. Why this one? Yeah. The other one was so much better, and it didn't make $60 million. 
Well, maybe the one after this can be good again. You think they'll ever get Ash, Jane Levy, and Duds McKenzie over here in the I same movie? Beg them not to. Mia. I hope Levy's character so bad they don't. I will settle for the continued Bruce Campbell cameos. Uh Uh, And I forget you don't want Ash to lead one of the movies. No, I don't. It would be weird that just a stark difference of violence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a different type of violence in these new ones than there were in his. Yeah. And also just like. I don't need the Avengers of Evil Dead. Get, <laughs> get out get out of here forever. The whole the whole reason this movie was almost good is that it was still filled with that sort of adventurous spirit mm. in my mind, just like improperly applied. And the idea of what if we bring back Ash and we bring back Bruce Campbell and we bring back Jane Levy is the furthest thing from an adventurous spirit that you could possibly commit to film. There's a um, famous line in Dewey, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. As you know, he accidentally cuts his brother in half. Right. At the beginning. And then he's haunted by this. And he loses his sense of smell, I think. Okay. Instead of sight. And his father... Played by a guy, his mother's played by Margot Martindale. His father, played by a guy, is never um, nice to him or respects him again. Okay. And he'll always say, he says the same thing throughout his whole life. He goes, the wrong kid died. And for me, when we talk about Evil Dead, I just keep thinking... Uh, what we didn't like about it. I just go, all the kids died. (laughs) (laughs) Which may or may not be true. And it's not. It's close to true. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they really, they really go for it. Take some swings. How many of the kids died. Take some swings in that movie. Which like should. Trying to make it fun. Yeah. That should be something that you can do. It just didn't, Mm -hmm. didn't work this time. Uh, which, which happens. Funny games. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of movies that were almost really good, uh, at number five, and wait till wait till I'm done, please, because I know this might make you mad. Uh, number five is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, uh, which made two point five million dollars, twenty two point four percent drop. It's up to sixteen point four. And of course, as a point of clarity, the thing about movies that are almost really good is that they can also just be really good. Really good movies are also almost really good. How come you guys don't want to go see good movies? I, What's your problem? I hear this one's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. I, yeah, I mean, like, this is... What a weird movie. <laughs> this is one of those where... Like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not surprised. It's just... It's just wrong. It's just bad. People should see this, but and they will. I guarantee you, this will be a thing for a certain generation of kids at some point. This is people will find it on Lionsgate Plus, whatever service they'll send it to. Sure, they'll show it in school. Well, you can't show anything in school anymore. Is anybody gay in this? Um, no. no. Okay, you can show it in school. Recently, in Florida, teacher. Showed Strange World 
And it's now being investigated. I see. For murder. Because there's, gay, there's a gay couple in it. Yeah. Is there a gay couple or is there like a gay blobby bird? Well, I can't. <laughs> How dare you describe Nathan Lane in the birdcage? <laughs> <laughs> when the Schnecken beckons. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I just, uh, uh, I think that this is uh, an important piece of film for kids who are growing up and i think it's delightful and i think it's funny and i think it's sweet and it's incredibly well made it's best movie of the year go see it all right i, I think if there's one thing <sighs> we've learned in the past uh seven years or so however long it's been basically since the edge of 17 came out yeah is that the hardest genre to make a success is like a coming-of-age story centered around young women can we give kelly freeman craig just like another movie. Why isn't she like a Wes Anderson? She just gets like four movies a year with budgets. Anyway, um, opening this weekend. Hey, look at that. It's uh oh. Hey everyone, welcome to the 240th episode of What's in the Box Office, <laughs> your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Where each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your uh, host and very efficient co-producer, uh, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah, fucking sitting next to the Raisuke Hamaguchi of podcasting over here. Christy Hamaguchi? Yes. It's a figure skater. Figure skater from the 90s. All right. Also I, opening this I'm weekend. I'm familiar with her work. Hypnotic. Not with a Q. No. Remember that? I do. Okay. One of the first things I ever drank. I was at Elena's party. Uh, no, it was Carly. Uh, yeah. <sighs> anyway, hypnotic. Hypnotism. I don't know what's going on. This movie cost six five million dollars, and we saw one trailer for it, and yeah. not in theaters. I don't know we did see it in theaters, and it just suddenly came out. I, crazy. They sixty five million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when you get like an action plot, thriller plot, and you get Rodriguez and you get Affleck, you're like, oh, yeah, we can like turn this into like an accountant. Uh huh. Right? It's just like, was the movie that bad that you just like couldn't market it? Did you not have any funds to market it? Like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? I do. I think the whole, the whole thing's kind of inexplicable. That's so many millions of dollars for a movie that's just like. It's not going to work. You can look. You can you can look at the log line and just be like, "That's not going to hit." Yeah. It's about it's about a hypnotist killer. Yeah, he no, can hypnotize can... everybody on Earth. And and also like, except for one guy. Is it? This is just a movie about people in like a grim city. L.A. Maybe probably. We, yeah, but like we could film this in just like the back lots of fucking. Like, I, I don't even know. I mean, I Atlanta, certainly, but this could exist anywhere at all. Like, you get $20 million mo- dollars to make this movie if you're lucky. 37% Rotten Tomatoes. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Anyway, I just they just clearly didn't care sure. at all about what was going on here. Um, well, I mean, the folks over at Ketchup Entertainment <laughs> have never been. It's, and the guy, most before you ask, studio. it's spelled like the condiment. It is. Uh, that's all I got. Ketchup entertainment. That, I mean, that's your. That's that's my number one rule that I'm hanging on. Like I'm engraving into the walls at Noah's. Should they spend this studios? Uh, don't give ketchup entertainment any money. Sure. Like they 
they're banned from the premises. Uh, if that's all you got, then it is time to play everybody's favorite game. Did it make more or less than? We all know how to play. Than. I was watching the game. Thank you. Uh, I named three Jamal movies. Murray hit a good shot, and then LeBron was guarding him, and then they both gave each other thumbs up. LeBron went, that was good. Yeah. I don't think Jamal Murray's ever going to miss again. I, I named three movies. You list them in order. Which ones made more and which ones I made less will. at the box office? For a bonus point, you can tell me. The year in question, I yep. one of the movies opening weekend totals okay. within $3 million, and one of the movies final grosses within $3 million. Are you ready to play? Uh-huh. Your theme this week, uh, I call this bottom of the barrel week. Oh, boy. I'm going to see how well this goes. Uh, if it goes poorly, we'll not count it against you in your uh, your overall stats. Your three movies are 21 Bridges. Miss Bala and Shaft. Oh. Shaft was so bad. I remember you seeing Shaft. I watched it later. It was so bad. We saw it uh, 21 Bridges in theaters. Yeah. He had to close all the bridges. <laughs> Shut them down. That's, that's crazy. I all just, the bridges in New York. <laughs> for those keeping track, neither of us have seen Miss Bala yet. I try, I started. No, I didn't. That was Proud Mary. We okay. Tried to make sure. Taraji P. Henson a star. I tried, started to watch that and it wasn't good. All right. Um, 2018, my baby. It is unfortunately 19. Yeah. I was wondering if it was right before the pandemic. The cause of the pandemic, perhaps. Wow. All right. Uh, most money to least money. We're going to go with 21 Bridges, Shaft, and Miss Bala. Crushed it. Exactly right. Opening weekend. I'm going to go. Twenty was Thanksgiving, so I'll skip that. Opening weekend for Miss Bala. <laughs> I get to go within three million here. You do. Let's go with just a flat three million then. I. So. So. Miss Bala opened a six point eight. I think I don't get it. You'd round that up to seven. Yeah, I I, I think that's right. Very close, though. But it's more than Booksmart made this weekend. <laughs> Miss well, Bala? They should have They should have called it Miss Bala 2. Are you there, God? It's me, Miss Bala. Books, <laughs> now we're cooking. Book club, colon, the next chapter of the Miss Bala. <laughs> yeah. Miss Bala gets Bala. married. Mrs. Bala. Miss <laughs> Bala's wife's All right, so now we're looking for a final gross. <laughs> of course. I can't Star- wait the next starring one. the heroine, Bala Swan. <laughs> oh, boy. What? Would you like to guess the final gross of Shaft or 21 Bridges? <laughs> Let's go 21 Bridges. I would say 40. Not even close. <laughs> okay. 28.5. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah, these movies did not do well. Uh, 21 Bridges with the most money made 28.5. Shaft made 21.3. And Miss Bala, 15. Shaft on paper is such a perfect idea. He's like his son and he's kind of prissy. Yeah, but also he's... Not that perfect. I see. Not the part where Shaft's like, you fucking snowflakes. You got 
Twitter all the time. I was killing drug dealers. Or, oh, do you wear deodorant and put conditioner in your hair? You fucking pussy. No, not that bullshit. Um, Made me nervous with that opening F there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but just the idea of Sam Jackson, like, passing the torch. Sure. And also the other shaft was in it. Whose name I can't remember right now. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Gregory. No. What's his name? Look up Shaft. Okay. Shaft. Ah. That was the original song. Right. Master of the the universe. (laughs) Got unfortunately repurposed. Uh, Your original Shaft, Richard Roundtree. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, indeed. Uh, That's a cool name, Roundtree. It is. Come and gone from a theater near you, Brian. Are you ready to go back in time? Well, it depends. What deck? What? What year? 2016. Oh my god! I don't know if that was a good year. This is May 6th. Opening. I of the summer movie season. It sure seems that way. Oh, so 2006 was very fa- famous. Six. Go ahead. 16. What did I say? 15? No, you said six. Oh. <laughs> 2006 were famous. Uh, Mission Impossible 3 opened, uh, number one. Um, I saw it, and then Noah called the next weekend, the next day and said, you want to go see Mission Impossible 3? I said, okay. Next weekend, Poseidon came out. I saw that opening night. Next day, Noah called, you want to go see Poseidon? I said, okay. Uh, no, I would say um, it was interesting because they, there was a movie slotted for that date. This is, is the start of the summer movie season. Okay, May 6th, 2016. There was a movie slotted for that. And then another studio came in and put the same movie on that date. Okay. And it was a big, like, well, who's going to do it first? This movie had it first. And then the other studio moved Batman v Superman to March so that Captain America Civil War could open on this date. That's exactly right. Yeah. Naturally. Uh, I expected to, expect you to get that one. And 500. How, what, what area can I get in here? Uh, I mean, I say five hundred. You did. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm that. Just, no, can I just say something about? Yeah. Just here's the thing, and I want this to be known as the thing. I'm not well. I. It has been thusly recorded. Great, thank you. You're in pain. Not even. I just as a I, my body's like shutting down. Okay. I, I don't. I don't function. What were we saying? One hundred. Yeah. What were we saying before that? I it's just what range can you get in yeah, here? Sure. And it's just kind of varies by movie. 176. Uh, that is going to be within the acceptable range in this case. It's 179. Ooh, I was going to say 8-2. Damn, in, I could have been closer. Close. I think 170 would have been sure. touchy. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but it uh, it really does vary. But yeah, that is... Uh, yeah. That is quite right. $179 million for Captain America Civil War. One of my favorites. Uh, yeah, that's of your, the MCU. Yeah, certainly your favorite Captain America. It's up there. I. Uh, is it like, is is Winter Soldier like in that contendership yeah, for sure. you? Okay. I don't think the ending of Winter Soldier is as good. Okay. It's just the things falling apart and he's running around saving so. Yeah, I mean, they're just kind of punching each other in the airship. I yeah, like that. Huh. It's, it's got emotion and heft. I think the other one has more emotion and heft in the punching. Okay. With Iron Man in there. Sure. And Bucky. I he killed my mom. Oof. 
He does. That's a, it's a it's a it's a good line. Downey Jr.'s good in that movie. And so good. Could have been. A, he's a great star he, of Captain America three. He was in my um, supporting actor list for a while. All right, Downey. So it would have been a fair call. Yeah. Of course, nothing else opened against Civil War that Why weekend. Why would it? All right. That's uh, so. That's hey, it. let's do this let's tournament business. Let's do Multiplex Madness. Pronounced with an IP. All right. The working title. What will be handed the working title? We have two franchises that have come out of each conference. The original franchises conference, the Lawrence of Arabia conference. Of course, it's champion Star Wars. All of the Star Wars. And on the other conference, the Godfather conference, what came out of the ad- adaptation franchises, of course, the 007. Based on a famous book. The James Bond franchise. Here we go. F- seven categories. You need four to win. What are we thinking here? I, I... This, is, this is for the greatest franchise of all time. Yeah. Greatest Block, excuse me, greatest blockbuster franchise. Indeed, the three colors were not in consideration. Right. I. Uh, this is very tough. I. I feel like I know who the winner is going to be here. Me too. I and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back my prediction until a winner has been revealed. I uh, won't. It's going to be. My mic cut out. I said it did. you don't okay. even say it. I no, I, I, I guess I did, but I could see that it didn't register on the, the little spike here. Well, oh well, we'll never know. Uh, let's start with the first category: best film. Should we do that thing where we write down the franchise and see if we're right? I yeah, fuck it. No, we can just best film. Yeah, we 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 can work on the honor system here. Mm, I lie. So Star Wars, uh, Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. We're both uh, putting forward here. Uh, James Bond. I'm throwing Casino Royale into the mix. Yeah, we've kind of gone back and forth on this, and uh, for me, I go Skyfall, uh, but it's very, it's very close between several of them. Uh, and I, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I think I go Skyfall. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do go Skyfall. I go James Bond with the first point, best film. I think because, and again, it's not that big of a deal for me. But there is a certain scene in The Last Jedi that people really hate. Sure. That I like on certain merits. Showing a different side of the Republic we've never seen. But it feels superfluous. This is the uh, the casino scene on yes. Canto Bite? Yeah. Is that what it's called? It is. Cantaloupe? Uh, Canto Bite, I believe. Cantaloupe. Been a while. Cantaloupe. Canto, can- you can't do it. Can I? People uh, want to elope, but you can't elope. Back in like third or fourth grade, when I was, uh, yeah, should be. There was a uh, a different class than the one I was in. Had some kind of some kind of art project where they had to make like they like took fruit puns and then drew them out and like drew the fruit into them so a little like, bit. So um, like what's an example of a cantaloupe? Uh well, so and there were there were things that were like, you know, you're berry sweet. I think it was probably like a Valentine's Day thing. Berry sweet. Uh yeah, things like that. And they like hung them on their lockers and so I'd always see them when I was walking down the hallways. And one of them was cantaloupe without you. That's and true. When I was in 
say third grade, whatever it was, I did not know what eloping was. I had never heard the word. I had no concept of what that was. So you thought it was just cantaloupe without you? So I I would stare at this thing whenever I walked past it and be like, what does this mean? Never, I don't never understand. I did eventually, and it was explained it to me. But weeks. I, I spent a while just trying to figure it out, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> and I still just very distinctly remember that feeling. of just being like, what in the world is this? <laughs> Um, I don't really like cantaloupe that much. It's got it's got to be ripe. It's like well, yeah, cantaloupe has like a slim margin of success. Exactly. Honeydew is the same way. I'm not a big honeydew man. Yeah, and honeydew is even worse because like I find that unripe, just like grocery store cantaloupe, is okay. Yeah. It's it's passable. Uh, unripe honeydew is is not worth eating. You might you might as well throw it at your enemy, and it will knock them to the ground. It's a hard shell. Uh, you were starting to give your vote for best I think film. it's Casino Royale. Okay. So we're both going Bond here. I like the opening. Uh, he yeah, gets well, his the, two kills. Well, that's because the opening is incredible. What's the second? That's probably why. Remember that? Yeah, okay. I do. What's the second? It's in black and white. Yes. Considerably. It goes right. In, goes what is the line there? The way, what, what does he answer that? He, he answers like... Um, how does it feel? Do you, do you find it's easier? Okay. Do you find it's gotten easier or something? Something like that. Sure. And then he goes, who is this? And then he clicks the guy. Yes. Considerably. Yeah. yeah it's a great movie. Yeah. Should watch that again soon. I, all right. So quick 1-0 for the James Bond franchise. All right. What's next? Uh, followed by quality control. Whoa. Bond. Yeah. That's a... Uh, a quick 2-0 for the James Bond franchise. I completely agree. Lots of valleys in Star Wars. Yeah. Gross consistency. There's a lot of them on Cantovite. There are. <laughs> they tried to fill them with money. What's uh, the name of Ray's planet? Uh, Jakku. Yeah. Valleys there. Sure. Ray spelunks into them to try to harvest their riches. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna find gold in them giant AT AT ATTs. Yeah, ATTs. Uh, I mean, there's probably there. I think she's like what going through she? a star destroyer. Okay, fine. But I'm sure there's all kinds of wreckage. You know, it was a star destroyer. Solo. <laughs> nice. Good. Well done. Thank I, you, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess her star could have been on the rise there. I was well, like, I don't. I don't think you can really count either of them Alden. as stars yeah, yeah i know i know i well i mean it stopped them from you know that could have sure yeah and like, yeah and like amelia clark could have had a thing happen didn't Me really work you. out yeah terminator genesis that seemed like really good casting when it happened do you remember when terminator genesis came out unfortunately yeah i've read a lot about the terminator franchise recently okay uh and that's crazy not that I read about it, just <laughs> Genesis happening. Right. Uh, Matt Smith was in that. Not movie. the band. The um. Oh, I don't even know what Genesis was in reference to in that movie. I probably a program or yeah, a the birth of Skynet. Something is probably I don't know. So gross consistency. The cases for these two movies 
are that the James Bond franchise since Goldeneye has just been very consistent. Yeah, it's gone uh, up and then it plateaued and then it's kind of stayed where it's... It yeah, goes. like it... Outside of Skyfall, which made just an outrageous amount of money, it's it's made in the one sixty low, the low to mid ones, uh, hitting two on Spectre. Right. right. Uh, and, it's you know, mainly just, like Goldeneye is like a hundred. Yes. Shabar never dies is like one eighteen. World is not enough is like one twenty five. Am I right so far? Yeah. Die Another Day is when we get to that 160, that sweet spot. Then Casino's right. 160. Quantum of Solace is a little bit lower than that. Skyfall takes off. Spectre's at 200. And then No no, no Time to Die is like 160 again. Yeah, and so you know you factor in inflation, all these things. These movies basically all made the same amount of money, except for that, uh, that one little spike yeah. at Spectre. Meanwhile, Star Wars, kind of all over the place but has consistently spiked into the true stratosphere of grosses. Even, you know, you've got, you've got solo, which was a failure. We're considering clone wars in here and that just like didn't make any money at all. I, but outside of that, a, uh, every, every instance of this franchise was consistent, consistently just the biggest movie that could exist. Yeah. And I think for that reason, I'm leaning Star Wars here. Yeah, I think I agree. All right. I so Star I Wars agree. crawls its way into this fight. Yeah. Uh, 2-0 lead becomes 2-1. We move on to franchise growth. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is, uh, this is another thing where both of these franchises have great cases. Uh, the James Bond franchise has grown from a, a reliable workaday, you know, not, not nothing to scoff at in its well, I mean, uh, in its early iterations. I because, think the early iteration it was like hugely successful. Okay, and then I think in the eighties it became like serviceable, and then suddenly like bombing the last couple in the eighties, and okay. then it had the kind of like steady resurgence. This is what is this category? This is franchise growth. Whereas Star Wars, biggest has thing of all time, biggest thing of all time, biggest thing of all time. Is that growth or is that just consistency? That I, that's that's a good question because like, relative to where it started, when when you open as the biggest movie to ever exist, yeah, and then your ninth movie is also the biggest movie, yeah, to ever like, exist. You're not really growing. The no. numbers are bigger because the numbers, the numbers are, are bigger, be bigger, but the ticket sales might not be. Right. You know? Yeah. I think this goes to blah, 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 blah. I, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that is right. Bond is dangerously close to winning. It has wow. a 3-1 lead. Wow. It's hard to come back from a 3-1 lead. Oh, no. Uh, is this the Bond category? Yeah, and this is the, <laughs> this is the bond category Bond's never lost and can't possibly. What is it? longevity ah! James Bond wait wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> cap off yeah. the, the tournament James Bond released its first film Dr. No in 1963 that would be a full 14 years before Star Wars came out and just and guess like, what we had a Bond film more recently than we had a Star Wars film didn't yeah. we 
this is this is something we've talked about a lot on this tournament where it's not necessarily based on the first year to now because these franchises take a lot of breaks. Yes. There's a lot of gaps. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Star Wars has been around since 77, but it's not quite just like a 40-year active history. James Bond just never stopped. <laughs> really. they, they put out the first one in 63, and there's been a Bond movie like... Yes, I do. Okay, what's the biggest gap? I'm okay. Yeah, so I'm just I'm I'm not gonna list them all off because there are 25 of them. But we're so far we're at the biggest gap is two years. I'm about halfway through three years. All right. What are we've the got, years there? We've got three years between 74 and 77. What were the movies? Uh, Man with the Golden Gun to the Spy Who Loved Me. Got it. Now we are at oh oh. Uh, from 1989, License yeah. to Kill, to 1995, Golden. Yeah, that was six years. Yeah, that was the so one. That was the only one that gap. I was thinking. Uh, and you're gonna find one for Spectre to No Time to Die. Is a big I mean, gap. that's also just six years. <laughs> and like, there's a caveat there. <laughs> so yeah, there's there was a six year gap. Six years might seem like a lot to all of us now, when our franchises we own every you know two years. But when I was a kid. You know, we had to wait. The Mummy was, Mummy was two years. Um, Rush Hour, three years. Three years to get another comedy movie. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Awesome Powers, two to three, was three years. That was average. Three to four years was the average you were waiting for a sequel. So, you know, Star Wars, we get one every fucking year. is crazy. Um I also want to point out here real quick, June 10th, 1983, Octopussy is released, makes $67 million. That's a lot of money. October 7th, 1983. Wait, is that the same year? Yeah. Oh, is that Never Say Never Again? Yeah, it is. That was the non-Barbara um, Broccoli, that was the non-Broccoli movie. Sure, but still, like, to the to the average moviegoer, like... They don't care. It's just another James Bond movie that yeah. came out four months later. That was it the made one fifty-five Con- million dollars. That was the one where Connery was back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, listen, they both made. It's yeah, it's crazy. Congratulations to James Bond. I think pretty clearly looking back on it now, the greatest blockbuster franchise in cinema history. Yeah. How could it not? It's got the star power. It's got the the brand name, the legacy. It's got the tropes. It's got the style. It's got the grosses. It's James Bond. Yeah. Sometimes the winners of these tournaments, uh, they win on the money or on the categories, mm-hmm. but don't quite feel like they fit the bill yeah. in a way. James Bond absolutely does. This fits all of them. And this is, is... This is just, just like Titanic winning in, uh, winning in the 90s. Yeah. It's a, like the only right choice. There you have it. We have figured out the greatest blockbuster franchise of all time, and it is... Well, join us next week as we start our tournament to rank the worst blockbuster franchises of all time. What would it be? I Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know. No, no, it's not that. Hold on. on. What's like a first like Alvin and the Chipmunks? Okay, yeah, that's a contender right there. Okay, that's great. I thought of one that's actively bad on all of them. Okay, great. Um. Boy, oh boy. I think I was going to do a early reaction, but it was mainly a joke one. So let's not do it. Okay. That's good. There's no Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. <laughs> There's, 
<laughs> my big fat freak wedding. Freak wedding. Weird. <laughs> uh, they go to Greece this time. Okay, I'll, they I'll haven't sh- been to Greece yet. No, I'll, sh- I'll show you the trailer. Jesus I'll show Christ. You the trailer. The second one was about her daughter. Take the daughter to Greece. They are. God damn it. All right. I'll show you the trailer. Um, okay. No, I recommend a movie for the folks this week. This weekend. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, recommend Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yay. Which is uh, quite good. It is a is not quite the. I did. How best to say this. Didn't quite like it as much as you. Yeah. But. Really, really liked it. I uh, and wholeheartedly recommend Enough anyone to recommend all see it, it. Yes, for sure. Yes, I'm gonna do a preemptive one. Um, hey, do you want to see a movie with me, Brian? Because I have no one to see Fast X with this weekend. I really like to, so come see Fast X with me. We're gonna see all of our friends. It's my Avengers Infinity War. Everyone's back. Scott Eastwood. Uh, maybe others. I don't know, but I'm very excited we'll for Eva it. Mendes back again. No, uh, I'm very excited for it, and um, I say come see that with uh, with me. I'll be there um, probably Friday alone. So come see it. Noah, plug us up. All right, you can find us at what's in the box dot com. We are on Twitter at Wit Box Office. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Druki. I'm at Brian Deserber, D A S U R B E R. And of course, the feed I'm on Letterbox too. Sorry. There you go. The feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We are ready to settle back in to the way things go. Summer movie season's upon us. Also, the summer movie season's upon us. We're going to have a lot to talk about. No more tournament. That's it. Another successful tournament. We've done five. Five, yeah. Five of them. Lots. Incredible. All right. More to come. Next week, Fast X. Uh, is it going to be a huge disappointment? Is it going to be just okay and have overseas help it? Who knows? Let's find out together. That'll be next week. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. And until then, go see a movie.